You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Top King League. G'day guys, welcome to Talking League. We're at the Sunday Wrap Round 14. I'm your host TK. Full house in the house, except for Corbs, because he's out celebrating in Newcastle. But Andy, you've joined me, and unfortunately you've been kicked outside because literally your nephew has just taken your study. Yeah, well look, he's, <laughs> the nephew's taken my meeting room. My bloody brother-in-law's put me, put me under the pump to come in late. So look, I'm here for, I'm here for a bit. So look, I've, I've got to pick up his scraps, that's all. The ghost has been gone. The ghost has left me to it. Yeah, sounds right. Uh, joining us from New Zealand now, Kyle. And Kyle, how are you going this round, mate? Uh, I was kind of right before this current <laughs> game that's on. Uh, Hines just stabbed the pick the boot in this this, this game. Um, you're not really doing as well as I'd hoped, and I probably should have just left it on Cleary. thought Andy forgot to take it off Cleary, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and welcoming in the newest member of Talking League, Jake Olive. You probably would have seen his Fast Five article. Really, really good piece on five players and also a pod potential. But Jake, all the way from North, no, sorry, Rockhampton, so one of our first Queenslanders in Talking League. But welcome, Jake, my man. Thanks, mate. Good to be here. Keen to be on the pod. Um, yeah, about time to get some more Queenslanders on, especially <laughs> after Wednesday night. <laughs> That's it. You're off now. He's off. Yeah. <laughs> You're fired. You're fired. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have studs and duds. We're going to have a little look. Obviously, we've got a huge game tomorrow with the doggies playing Parramatta. I've got eight players playing tomorrow, so half my team. We're going to have trades on our minds, and Jackie's got his injury and suspensions report. And then we'll also be calling Corpse. We'll see where he is. Apparently, he's at Fanny's with... Leo Eeyore Thompson, but we'll just confirm his whereabouts a little bit later in the show. But, boys, let's rip in. How good is this bloke? Andy, now you – this is a little bit of a fluke, or maybe some people could call this good management, but somehow you still had the C on clearing, my man. Yeah, so I can't say why. I can't remember why I forgot. I had a big t- – um, I got to my brother's first uh, – his kid's first birthday and sort of planning for that and – I think really even when you, you say back in the day, it's a set and forget. Cleary's a set and forget. <laughs> I legit forgot. I forgot, but I said it as Cleary. So I absolutely pulled up trumps and sort of got Cleary's points this week. So I would have picked IPAPs and Cleary would have been my vice captain. But, yeah, she undersobbed. That's twice now that Cleary saved my ass from, from forgetting to take him off seat. <laughs> but it just goes to show that when you say Cleary's a set and forget, he's a set and forget. So it was an 80 81 from 80 point, uh, minutes, old Cleary. He's back to his best. Seven goals, one try assist, and how many, was it 745 metres in kicks. So oh, yeah. it's like he had a point to prove after Origin because he was horrendous with his kicking game in Origin. And it wasn't like he was star for time. So I think him and Toto decided to go, you know what? It's time we sort of show why we got picked in the first place. I think so. But don't blame your nephew. I was at the exact same party and I've changed my captain, unfortunately, to Nico Hines at this stage, as you did, Kyle. But tell me, who's your stud for the week, my man? My stud is a, a Kiwi forward and uh, Joe Tarpany, 94 points. Uh, he was massive, got that X factor. No roller coaster in him this year. He's just all, 
points and and uh, he's just a freak, man. He's just smashing the door down all game. And he played played fifty two minutes and ninety four points. And yeah, he's he's definitely worth a a real um, serious look if you want to um, pick up a pod. Uh, he's he's getting on. Uh, he only had a thirty one be this week, so he's going to open up. Uh, I think around about uh, mid seven hundreds when we uh, open up on Tuesday. Uh, so yeah, I think. Uh, he could be a real nice pickup if you want to uh, uh, pick up a gun in your forts. Yeah, Cole, talking before the actual show, I'm actually a little bit f- afraid of the New Zealand team heading into the World Cup. You think their spine of probably Manu, Cheese, you've got Hughes and Dillbag, so that's a really good spine. But you think about Tarpany, IPAP, and a few of the other boys, mate, they're going to be a force. And I think Australia, they better watch out and they better be on their game because I think you boys could actually give us a real run for our money this, this World Cup. Yeah, you're right, man. Yeah, a lot of the Kiwi guys seem to be really uh, having really good seasons this year and uh, put them all together and give them a week or two in the training camp and I think mm. they'll uh, they'll really be dangerous and, and could cause some real big upsets. Yeah, I'd boys. I'd be picking um, Jamie Marshall, King of Hook and Sarah Smith. He's absolutely shocking. <laughs> I can't believe you two have just said that. Kyle said the exact same <laughs> thing to me and I said... I'd pick Benji Marshall before Jeremy Marshall King. <laughs> I'd yes, pick Kyle yeah. before. <laughs> Boys, return to form. Brian Toho, and he's got my interest big time. Had a 72 this week after a mid-40s in origin. In origin, I just saw him really pick up his, in, his involvement rate. And today, two tries, 226 metres, 11 tackle breaks. He looked like Brian Toho of old. Low 500s, I'm really interested. We'll talk about him a little bit later in the show. But let's hit some duds, boys. No, 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 no. Andy, who have we got, my man? Well, I'll go with the, the same um, train as Kyle, and I'll pick a Kiwi. But for the, non, for the negative side, yeah, it's, it's like Brandon Smith. Just you We're talking about him, <laughs> how, what's the price he'll go down to for you to pick him up. I don't think there is one. <laughs> I, don't think it, I don't think there's a bottom. It could be $2 and he'd stay there. He'd stay in free agency because <laughs> he's just not delivering and there's no point picking up someone who's cheap if they're not delivering. So I know there's a potential there, but, yeah, just do, use the whole two-date rule with him. Like if he scores 50 once, then maybe you pick him back. But, yeah, Brendan Smith's my go. What did he score? 20 points from 36 minutes. He had the chance because – Grant was off, and you know, I think he's just really thinking about that Bondi Beach. That's that's all he's thinking about. Boys, for some reason, I'm still interested in cheese. I've got no idea why. <laughs> I just don't know, but just lead me to my own thoughts. Kyle, now, who have you got for your a dud of the week there, my man? Yeah, I'm going to keep running with the Kiwi boys. We have a stud and a dud, but uh, no, I'm <laughs> dud, yeah, my dud this week is Jerome Hughes. Um, you know, he got that disallowed try, which probably would have knocked his score up the uh, around their 50 mark. But Storm 1, that was a real grind of a game. Generally there, Jerome Hughes is, is right amongst all that sort of stuff and he really grinds out and, and that's generally where he plays his best footy, but he just didn't seem to get in the game much on the weekend. He only, you know, he only got, what, the 27 points for him to just be constantly scoring scores below 40, 27, you know? Like, it's just not really... <laughs> It's it's like sort of a bit the same as Brendan Smith. We've got to see something before we want to pick him up. So I just don't think uh, yeah. he's in the bracket to pick up just yet. Yeah. We'll talk about him a little bit later, but guess what, boys? I'm also still interested in Jerome Hughes. <laughs> yeah, oh, look, I still am with Jerome. I think he's better. He's a better Kiwi beside, between those two. But, <laughs> yeah, I think you still need to have at least one good score from him to sort of get a jump on board. Yeah, mm-hmm. agree. Boys, I had Brent Naden. Now, this bloke, he had a five, got sent <laughs> off. I don't know what happened after his HIA, but he lost the plot. Two tries he let in, got sent off. 
we always knew he wasn't fantasy relevant. And I guess you don't really have to do much research. Just never again. Don't touch. Just move on. Well, he's owned from by 17,000 people, I, I thought I seen. I think so. Because he was so cheap <laughs> in the off-season, right, that everyone thought that he might be able to do this reversal of form because he came from Penrith. <laughs> right? so. Hey, boys, let's, let's bring in Corbs. He's been – let's see if we can get him in. Let's call him. <laughs> he's going to be nonsense. He's probably 10 beers deep. hope so. Is he even going to answer? Can he, Is he even in any state to answer his phone? He said he was going to answer. Now he, he might be too big time with Leo Thompson right now. He did say that he's uh, – Oh, it's Josh. Oh, not here. What a dog. Oh, what a snake. What a an snake absolute snake. Snake on the phone as well. <laughs> ah, hold on, hold on. He's he's coming, he's coming. Corbs. Hello. Ah, Corbs. Oh. <laughs> Corby, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, congratulations, mate. Your first snakes takes. You've got it up. Mate, how are you feeling? Who are you with right now? Are you with Leo Thompson? Uh, no, I'm, I'm the cousin come up from home and then... Uh, with the local boy Jacko, who posted my uh, photo all over the socials, idiot, mate. The- are, are you there with Kalen Ponga? Does he know who he is? <laughs> no, well, uh, so I'm getting signatures, and he isn't at the moment. Just for the massive. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you spend how about that? Money, that was some good earned money. Mate, how are you? Uh, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> Corbs, how are you feeling through that second half? Because Cooler nearly scored. Uh, Cola, sorry, nearly scored like eight times, and he just fell short every time. But that last try was scintillating, mate. You must have been on the, just on your feet, just celebrating. Well, funny story. So when I originally uh, decided to head into town, got the call up, I uh, ventured in and then picked up my cousin. And I was like, "Yeah, I'll take us into the pub." And I was like, I need this cooler bloke to score. As we pulled up and got a park, he scored, jumped out of the car, like literally jumped out of the car. I was like, how good is this? Panthers, I was very confident that last leg. And, uh, yeah, got it home and how good. So, mate, how what? many deep are you, Corbs? How many deep? <laughs> What's that? How many, how many deep are you? Uh, no, not too bad, not too bad. A few beers, but... <laughs> Snake, yeah, the snake yeah. takes is um, it's that's it done for the year. We'll uh, we'll start again in twenty twenty three. So everyone that jumped on, well done, mate. <laughs> there's too much there's too much pressure for next week. Probably there's been mass interests from all the betting agencies to make this a big thing and to make you the face of their companies, mate. Like you're coming back for next week. What I'm telling you, you're coming back. What have you had a look at the draw while you're carrying on tonight? Like no, 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 no. You get you. When you get a win, you've got to enjoy the moment. And I'm enjoying the moment. And I'll, uh, you know, tomorrow, wake up, new day. I'll go through my recovery. And then I'll do Powerade, go and look after the kids, take them to the park, work out what's happening for the work week. And then, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, I'll start looking at the week ahead and um, we'll go again. Well, Corbs, we appreciate you actually stopping by the show, seeing that you're meant to be on tonight. But we'll yeah. check we'll check, we'll check. check your Tuesday night, eh, mate? Apologies and how good. Talking <laughs> league. Get on it. You enjoy your night, mate. We'll catch you soon. Later, bro. See you, legend. See you, bro. All right. That was a great snake himself. Now, boys, how we how we tracking? How many plays have we all got to go? Andy, how many got to go for tomorrow? I've got seven. Seven to go. And they're all pretty decent players too. None of them are sort of um, emergency stragglers. So that's pretty good. I've got what, four. I'm at 540. 
and I've got seven to come. So there's potential to get a thousand, depending on how many players score well. Yeah, I've got eight to go. I've got four seventy eight so far. Jakey, how many you got, man? Yeah, I've got uh, on about what so that's six hundred now with four in this game plus not four tomorrow. So Ooh. looking forward to that. Yeah, Ooh, Jake. Have you, have you got yourself playing next tomorrow or? <coughs> oh, Mitchell Moses. What was that, sir? You think <laughs> Andy thinks you're Mitchell Moses. If you don't listen to this, he looks a bit like Mitchell Moses. Oh, Mitchell Moses. <laughs> very attractive. Very attractive. I do have Mitch. Yeah, I do have Mitch. Yeah, looking for a big score from him. Lovely, lovely. <laughs> Kyle, how many, what are you on, man? And how many you got to uh, go? I think these guys in this game are shocking. Aiken, Harrison, Hines have killed me. I'm uh, 457 with eight to go tomorrow. Mate, can you tell uh, everyone what you said before the show that you wanted to punt all the Warriors players? Yeah, I'm, I'm keen, mate. <laughs> Man, they're just still in my head, and not just the team, but the players as well now. <laughs> I'm not happy. As soon as you talked up um, Reese Walsh, TK, you end up going backwards in points. Yeah, I know. So just keep, keep your mouth shut next time. He's on I th- thought you were going to say it the other way, talked up Brendan Smith, and then he started cranking. He's got about 20, it was 20 minutes to go. Sharks up by 12. Maurice Walsh is on 39. He was on 39 after about three minutes, so he hasn't scored much yeah. since. So, bloody Walshy. All right, boys, let's talk about trades on our minds. I think you're still a little bit fresh, but we're always kind of up for trades. Cole, anything in your thoughts? I know that you want to trade out half your team, but... Uh, yeah, I do. Um, I don't have enough trades to do that, unfortunately. No, um, I'm just a little bit interested with Haas. Now, we know we got that uh, that other the right shoulder AC joint injury. Uh, they're saying that he's only monitored during the week and hope that he plays next week. I'm just trying to decide if I cut my losses and trade them or I just hold on to them. I, I'm just not too sure yet. Um, and there could be a few other trades as well. I, I'm just not 100% sure, but he's the one that I'm sort of – the only one I'm sort of looking at at the stage. Whether I do it or not is another another option. I decide um, sort of middle of next week when I've had a bit of a look. Yeah, I'm, I think I might just hold tight. Like I was going to try it out Sam Walker, but with the Luke Curie news of him probably sitting out quite a while, he might be the main man in the team. So I wouldn't be, I wouldn't mind just seeing what he does because he literally isn't making any money, isn't losing any money. So it might just be a nice look. See, Andy, your thoughts? Yeah, look, the one I sort of tossed between was McInnes or Brown this week. Um, McInnes has scored okay, which is good for me. I didn't want him to sort of go too well, but it could be a look in just just another build up, another um, round seventeen player. Just sort of over my stocks because that's where I'm going to make my moves, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, yeah just McKinnis for now. Yeah, nice one. All right, let's go to the injury and suspensions. Before we do that, we have started a bit of a blog this week on TalkingLeaguePod.com. So just check out the website or the Facebook page. Plenty of new writers about. I'll be writing at the end of each round my notes. It's going to be called The Playbook. Jakey has started a great series. It's called The Fast Five. Jason Robson with his team analysis called Quick Tap. He also does a bit of long form stuff. And Jay Warrior, he's on his one's called The Good, The Bad and the Ugly. I'm pretty sure that Kyle's going to be doing a couple of up articles coming up as well. So stay on the lookout for that. Talkingleaguepod.com or just check out the Facebook page. But Jakey, over to you. What do we got in terms of injuries and suspensions, my man? Uh, start with injuries first. Plenty this week. Um, start with the Cowboys. Healing Luki, this is a pretty bad one. ACL, season over. Um, pretty unlucky for him. Uh, Jared my nanai hurt his ankle in origin, but didn't look too bad. I think he should be right to go. Uh, Xavier Coates, he's going for ankle surgery, so he'll be out for eight weeks. Got Luke Carey, uh, had a bit of uh, concussion, and that's going to be monitored throughout the week, but a uh, bit of an interesting one there. Uh, Herbie Farnworth, bicep injury, um, he's going to undergo surgery as well. Um, some news came in today that he's going to be out for three or four months. Payne Haas, AC joint, 
Uh, cleared of significant injury, but same again, will be monitored. Same as Adam Reynolds, he's had a rib injury. Um, he's going to be cleared of injury as well. Uh, cleared of, sorry, he's been cleared of significant injury, but will be monitored, monitored same as Payne Haas. Uh, Katoni Staggs had a cork shoulder, but he's right to play. Corey Pakes, he suffered an MCL sprain, so he's out for four to six weeks. Corey Oates had a swollen hand, but he's cleared to play as well. Tamari Martin, rib injury, um, he's cleared to play as well. Well, that's a lot from the Broncos. Um, DCE, um, pulled up a bit sore after Origin, had a minor quad strain, but same again, he should be right to go. Kevin Ponga today failed his HIA, just another one to monitor throughout the week. And Ben Murdoch-Massilli, it looked a pretty bad one. He dislocated elbow today. Um, it looked pretty bad, so I expect him to be out for a little while as well. Um, on the suspension note, uh, Daniel Tupo, Stephen Crichton, and Felice Kafusi all uh, got charged with grade one, and uh, they'll just be fined, but they should all be right to play as well. Perfect. Thank you, Jakey. Jakey, just on kind of urgent sells and holds out of that list, who are you thinking kind of for people to think about really trading out this week's, and which are the ones you're thinking just hold? Yeah, uh, the really um, fantasy relevant ones. I guess if someone's still holding on to Hila Maluki, he's definitely a trade. Um, an interesting one, Luke Keary, um, he's had a bit of a history of um, head knocks, so he's he'd worry me. If I'd, I if I had him, I'd be jumping off, um, especially considering um, he doesn't play that round 17 buy round. Um, for the holds, Payne Haas, a lot of people have. Um, I think he's going to be a hold at this stage, but definitely monitor him throughout the week. If he's out for an extended period of time, he'll be one to trade, being at about 780k. Uh, Adam Reynolds, if you have him, I'd definitely hold him. Um, he'll be a great number for that round 17. And DCE as well. A lot of people have DCE. Um, absolute gun. He shouldn't be out for too long. Hold him. Perfect. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go for a break. Andy, you're going to be departing to your dinner. Thank you for your comments tonight, and I'll check out the footy tomorrow, man. No dramas. Jackie, you're done, doing well, mate. Mate, keen to have Thanks, you. Thanks, mate. Got your money uh, worth out of me today. An- another, good, funny. another good looker on the team, too. We'll, bloody, <laughs> we'll come and slim. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, see you guys. All right, you two. Later, are you two yeah. having a, like a love affair now? Like, what the? Maybe. maybe. <laughs> love it. <laughs> Come down to the pad if we win. That's all. <laughs> Sydney soon. <laughs> all right, team, we're just going to break. We'll be back in a sec. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Let's do some burning questions. We just did talk a little bit about Payne Huss. <clears throat> Let's quickly chat him because Corby was meant to be on tonight because he was going to give him absolute spill, but I'll let you do it. Because you kind of already have done it a little bit, Kyle. But <laughs> I sold him out like weeks ago. I kind of see the suspension. And in the lead up to Origin, I was always worried about him missing games. But you're already in the kind of thoughts of selling him out. That's pretty much where we're at right now, right? Yeah, mate. Like, um, yeah, it's, it's just frustrating. You know how good he is. He's got the potential. But it's just since he got that first AC injury, he just hasn't looked at him a shadow of himself. Hey, you know, he's he's still getting the, you know, obviously, except for last night, he's still getting the 60 minutes where he just generally scores, you know, one PPM. But this year, he's just been nowhere near it. And he's going to drop a bunch of cash again um, uh, after last night's game, uh, 70 B and 24 points. He's going to drop around about the 35K. Now, he's going to be around about 750K next week. So, I don't know, do you cut your losses or do you... Um, or do you hold on to him? Yeah, the way I see it is two busted shoulders, tick. He's big part of New South Wales plans, tick. So when you think there's still probably five weeks to go of the whole origin period, I would say sell him out now and then you might be able to spy him back maybe in that low 600s because I really think he's going to be going there because the break even this week is going to be high. 
But I don't yep. think you'll be seeing him for a little while. That's the only good thing. I think the yeah. less we see him, the better for people that own him. Yeah, I, I'm, I am looking possibly because there's some real good options. Jason Tomalolo uh, on, on on the week, um, you know, on Friday night, man, he's just really bulldozing at the moment. He could be a real good option. You probably bank about 160 grand if you go down to him, um, you know, and, and you're sort of thinking, is he going to be someone you want to hold in your team for the long term? Yeah, he probably is. Even someone like Pat Kerrigan's another little smoky you could bring in as well. He's really uh, winding up as well. Yeah, I'll probably stay away from Origin, guys, but I think you, you hit on the head with Lolo for sure. The other guy that was probably an option was Toro Harris, but he's just not really finding the points, is he, tonight? So he's a little bit of a concern. And to think Angus Crichton's going to be opening up probably tomorrow higher than what Haas is. And you think, what, a month ago, he was near, well, under, five, uh, under 600K. Like, that's kind yeah. of where we've kind of gone. And I think that's the great thing about what fantasy is about is – Things can switch so much, as we've seen. We're kind of Sifatalikai back in form tonight. Mm, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it definitely has its highs and its lows, and at the moment, our uh, pain house is pretty low. Kyle, let's talk Ezra Mam and Xavier Savage because they're probably the two cashies that are making the most attention at the moment. Ezra Mam, another great game last night, but Xavier Savage as well. He had a few unicorn points, and I haven't really had too many messages saying that someone has both of them. I know a lot of people have got one or the other. You're in that same boat. You've only got Mam, right? Yeah, that's right, mate. I do have only Ezra Mam. And as you said, yeah, he did look real good um, next to Adam Reynolds last night. He still, you know, he wasn't afraid to run, take it to the line. But I think I think what I've, I've been saying this for a little while now, I think that he is a similar player to Cody Walker. And we see how Cody Walker played next to Adam Reynolds at, at South. I think he's experienced uh, that very similar mould now at the Broncos where he could be just as good as what Cody Walker was when he was next to Adam Reynolds. Yeah, spot on. Jakey, did you pick up either of uh, Mam or Xavier Savage, my man? Yeah, I picked up uh, Mam. A few interesting ones on Mam. I know a lot of people say he doesn't have many base stats because Adam Reynolds does most of the kicking, but he makes a lot of tackles, though. So he's got, even in his bad games, he's going to have a pretty good floor and he doesn't miss many tackles, so... Definitely one to keep an eye on. I'd definitely be picking him up considering he's going to be playing that round 17 by. Yeah, for sure. He'll have another negative break even. I think kind of where his price is going to be tomorrow. Still only three 390k. So if you can fit it, especially in the half section, if you want to downgrade a few of the ones that are kind of fouling at the moment. Savage as well, 345k probably open up. Both of the guys are going to add plus 60k tomorrow. So some great buys there for both of those two. Boys, let's talk about Branko Lee because... You know, he's been out of footy for a long, long time, pretty much ever since they won the premiership at the Storm and then a bit of an origin series in the back end of 2020. Didn't play at all last year. Comes back to the Broncos now, and I thought he was outstanding on Saturday night. Now, he comes in at a price of 372k. Had a high break even, so he only makes around 6k from last night. But, Kyle, what's your thoughts? You watched a lot more of the footy over the weekend than I did, but what was your thoughts on Branko Lee, my man? Yeah, you're right. He did look good. Like he, he's proved in the past that he's a really good player at centre, and he does get um quite a few attacking stats. Um, uh, yeah, I, I just for him, I just um, I think he's slightly below where you want a centre to score. But I just think with the amount of centres around. I just don't think it's worth grabbing him. Um, he's priced at twenty seven. So if you think he's going to make a hundred k then you go for it. Like he averaged city averages 36 at centre, um, and he's currently priced at 27. So, you know, there is room there to make some money. 
And if you think he's going to make a decent amount around the 100k mark, then yeah, probably a good pickup. I just don't think it's going to happen. And as I said, there's too many other decent centres around um, to worry about picking him up. So yeah, I'm going to avoid him. But um, yeah, it's up to you whether you grab him. If you think he's going to make the money, then go for it. Yeah, I think you hit now on the head there. I've got Burden, Tago, Panasini, and then on the bench, I've got what Cole is going really, really well now. It's no. You don't really need to trade him out as well. So I think it's just a waste of a trade. Boys, let's talk Reese Robson because he's been in absolutely scintillating sport form. And, Jakey, you know, you go for the Cowboys. You watch this team very, very closely. And I just feel that he's kind of maybe in the top three hookers now in the all of NRL fantasy. And do you think it's one of those plays that, even though they're talking about maybe bringing him into the squad for Origin 2, he's not actually going to play but be around the whole boys. But even though he's getting expensive, to think that, you might be able to lock in a gun hooker now instead of waiting for both Harry Grant and Damien Cook to finish Origin. What's, what's your thoughts on Reese Robson? Yeah, I think he's definitely going to be a keeper in that position. Like, you look at his stats, like, he makes a lot of tackles, 50 uh, just on the weekend gone, 117 run metres. And even with Jake Granville coming on and playing, you know, 20 minutes to the end of the game, he's playing a, a lock or he even jumped in the back row, um, Jake Granville. So, you expect Robson to keep that 80-minute role. Peyton really likes him there. Um, for me, if you're a head-to-head player, I'd definitely be getting on him. He's still a really good price. At, he's going to be around that 750k mark. Um, but I think if you're an overall player, you may have a, have a little look at um, Reed Marnie. He's still doing the same thing, similar sort of role, playing 80 minutes in the middle, making a heap of tackles. Um, so he's sort of just waited. If you're an overall coach, I'd probably be leaning towards Reed Marnie. But if head to head, definitely jump on Reese Robson. He's a great, great price at the moment. Yeah, Cole, did you end up? You ended up getting Cole. Um, Cole, Cole ended up getting Cole. <laughs> Reed Marnie this week, mate. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I brought him in. Yep, yep, I got him in. Uh, I just think, as I said, he's going to be the next option that you want at hooker. Um, uh, not named Harry Grant and Damien Cook, just for that round 17. Yeah, big time. I still like him. He's going to put a little bit of cash on, what, 770 Robson. So I wish I actually had more money and I actually really would consider him. Boys, let's talk about cheese and news because we slightly talked about it earlier in the week. Sorry, in the week, earlier in the show. Cheese at 427K. He's going to lose about 17K to, about, to be opening around 410. Yuzi. He's going to be losing about 40K and opening around 620K. The only, you know, the good sign I reckon, Kyle, from what I saw yesterday was I saw two try assists, his kick meters go up, and he bombed that one try. So if he actually had that try instead, I don't know why he stepped in and tried to take on Suwali. All he had to do was go on the outside. He would have scored that quite comfortably. So you think about that line break and then the try and then the tackle break. He probably would have added, what, 15 to his score. I'm not even sure if I'm doing the maths here, but it's going to be somewhere between you know, 12 and 15 points added to what he was doing. I think he's heading in the right direction, but I think I think Jake made some really good points about kind of you can probably wait and see another kind of big break even, and then they've got rep round, and then maybe have a really good look at him maybe round 16 and 17, man. Yeah, totally agree, mate. Yeah, you're right. As I said, his score would be a bit better if he... Yeah, I don't know what he was what he was thinking. I thought he was over for all money, and he'd step back in the inside or whatever it was. It was crazy. He could have just gone gone straight line and would have been in. But, yeah, um, yeah, he, he is showing glimpses, but at the moment it's just not worthy of, of, of a pickup yet. You know, he's just not, not doing Jerome Hughes things. Yeah. Jakey, you had a piece on him, one of the fast five that you talked about this week was Jerome Hughes. What was it that kind of sparked your interest and kind of what do you want to see out of him to pick him up, man? Well, last year, looking back on the stats, he, he averaged pretty well before Origin, around that 60 mark. But over Origin, he jumped up to 70 when you know Grant and Munster were going off to Origin. But he saw it the other night when Grant and Munster backed up. He's, he still plays that exact same role. So 
after that bad score with his B going up, I don't think it'd be, I'd be touching him. I'd think really look at uh, evaluate him on at round seventeen on that mm. buy round, and if he's say you know lost another hundred k, so if he's down around that five fifty mark, he could be a nice little pod option going forward. But at this stage, yeah, give it a few weeks now. Nice. Boys, Grant Anderson made a great debut. Two tries on debut for the Storm. Now, Kyle, what do you make of kind of – he played on that right wing, but what are we, what are we making? Because Coates is out for a little while. He's at 220K or at about 30K from last night. But any interest in maybe picking up Grant Anderson? You'd love to see a debutant play well, don't you? He was he was real good. That, um, yeah, he scored two real good tries. And, and he's got some – I have to do a quick look back on his um, – his, uh, reserve grade stats and yeah he, he scores quite well in reserve grade as well um, not for me though I think there's uh, I think there's been too many traps this year and he could uh, weigh him uh, could very well be another yeah the only thing that really stood out for me I know that he scored two tries great finishing but he only had what well, he had under 90 run meters which means that he probably wasn't getting as busy as kind of what a winger I want a winger to do I want a winger to kind of be averaging somewhere between that kind of 130 to 150 really just digging his you know, rolling his sleeves up, digging his heels in, and really just having a red hot crack. So, because the tries aren't going to be there every week, so that's my biggest thing. So, I think I'm a bit of a pass on that one, boys. Let's talk next is Brian Toho because, mate, not only did was he more busy in Origin, but today I think was his best game of the year. Kyle, man, you both spoke about a little bit in our group chat about him and whether or not we're going to bring him in. I think it's timing, right? Because I just don't want to bring in Origin players right now because who knows what's going to happen during that? Because it's such a physical game. But, mate, he's on my radar. Yeah, he's um, he's definitely uh, looks like he's returning to his damaging best tonight, man. He was just uh, he was on, he was busting tackles, he was scoring tries, he was in the thick of it. Um, uh, more so than uh, the left on the left side of Tago and May, you know, he really went searching for the ball and and took a lot of those tough carries, and he looked real good at he, he really tempting to to for a possible bring, and he's still really cheap. He's gonna open up around about the five forty five fifty mark um, next week, which for him, uh, after seeing how much he got to last year, he's still a couple of hundred thousand dollars undervalued if you if you think about where he got to last year. So. If you've got a good amount of trades, I think it's probably not a bad idea. And maybe if you're a head-to-head player, he could be a real good option. Yeah, big time. Boys, let's talk Jackson Hastings because a few of us, I sold him out for IPAP this week, which was good, but didn't see much more than kind of what I was expecting because realistically, I don't think his foot's anywhere near kind of where it should be. He had a break-even of 73, so with his score of 30 to 31 today, he's going to lose about 50K. So I hope everyone did sell him if you didn't I think today is just a sign because realistically I don't think the Tigers are going anywhere anytime soon and I think uh, on my watch list I had Dane Laurie, Nofa and Leilua but Jake a bit of news today that the Cowboys are trying to persuade Tigers to release Leilua so you know me and you were talking a little bit the other day about who's going to fill this Lukey role can you imagine if we get maybe Luciano Leilua a little bit cheaper and he ends up at the Cowboys playing a 60-minute role. That, that could be a nice little cheeky pickup, man. Yeah, definitely. He's um, a good sign for the Cowboys. Um, Leilua, he played really well last year, but just does, hasn't seemed to kick on this year. It, it's sort of reflected in his fantasy, but um, from the weekend, Connelly uh, Lemuelu, I believe it's pronounced, um, he played really well coming mm. off the bench. Um, you never know. If, he, he, if Connelly plays that 60-minute role similar to Luke, he could even be a little sneaky pickup as well. Yeah, he was under 400K and he's got that centre wing fullback because of what he used to play what last year, but now he's developed into a back row. And that's another one. We were talking about him on Saturday morning there, Jake. Like, he, if he could get a role and 
get us that 50, 60 minutes. He could be a cheeky, just a little cheeky one there for the, the back run home and covers plenty of positions too. Yeah, definitely. Um, just one to look out for though. Um, Gilbert still will start, I reckon, in that second row position. He'll, he'll yeah. keep playing that first 20 minutes um, just for, I guess, defensively wise, just to keep him strong. And then, yeah, whoever's that second role will probably come off the bench and play that last 60. Just keep that in mind. That's what Peyton's been doing recently. Yeah, for sure. All right, boys, let's let's end with a night, and it's Mitch Barnett because he had a much improved performance today. He's still relatively cheap considering what his fantasy pedigree is from the past. But, Cole, what did you make of his performance today? And Any interest there, man? Yeah, he was pretty strong. Um, you know, he's he's put up the, the last uh, two games. He's played for fifty five minutes with returns of what thirty five and fifty three. I just there, I think around that price is better options. I know he plays round seventeen, but I just think around that price is probably some better options for me. His scores are a little bit too up and down. They're not real. They're not. They don't flow. You know, they don't. There's one low, one high, one low, one high. You know, so I just it's still a little bit touch and go for me. Um, he is going to make some money and he's going to continue to make a bit of money, but I just, I don't think I'll be picking him up, but I wouldn't talk anyone out of it. Yeah, he's still on my radar. I'm not going to pick him up anytime soon. Anything under 600K, I think if he's playing kind of 60 minutes, I think will be very, very good. But Jake, have you had a little look at Mitch Barnett at all, man? Yeah, I have a look. I'm not the biggest fan of him in that lock role. Um, another thing to note today, though, Ponga went off pretty early with that HIA injury, which pushed Kurt Men. Kurt Mann to fullback. Yep. So I'm not sure what the rotation would have been like if Mann actually played his normal role of middle forward yeah. off the bench. So it'll be interesting to see maybe next week to see what that um, rotation's like in any minutes Barnett plays. Yeah, I think that's a great kind of observation there for sure because he would have either played between that 9 and 13 role. We just don't know, right? So what's the use mm-hmm. of taking the, the risk, especially in a team? Uh, I just want to really avoid, especially if they're struggling, like they'll – they were close to full strength apart from what Jaden Braley there today. And really, like, I know Penrith are as good as they are, but realistically, you shouldn't be getting beaten that badly on your home turf, even with Ponga being out. You can still mm. defend your line and come out with the intensity, and they just didn't do that at all today, Kyle. No, no, they didn't, mate. Um, I think, you know, you saw it with Caelan Ponga. He just got absolutely steamrolled him from there. It just went downhill, didn't it? You know, uh, they were just too big and too strong up in Earth and uh, they just continue to dominate anyone. Yeah, for sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in tonight. Hopefully we will have Corbs back on Tuesday for the normal regular show, so we'll stay tuned <laughs> for that one. But, Kyle, thank you for your thoughts tonight, mate. Always appreciate it, my man. Yeah, all good, mate. All good. I got the uh, game day pack to open up when we're ready, Oh, mate. yeah, sorry. I just kind of missed that one. So, game day squad, just head out to gamedaysquad.com.au. You can start opening starter packs and building your team now for free. So, head over to gamedaysquad.com.au. But Kyle's got a pack to open. Yeah, it's a, it's a uh, rear three pack. So, we'll uh, let's see how we go. Who would you like, mate? Why don't you put, why don't you put some Nostradamus out there? Who would you like? Ah. Uh, I wouldn't mind a Nico Hines Ooh. tonight. Let's see if uh, if I can get a Nico Hines out of it somewhere. You're not greedy at all. <laughs> right. Well, open up the first one, and it's a Brian Toto 1.2. Ooh, oh, That's man. nice. That's a good start. Yeah, I'm happy with that. I um, do like that we'll one. We'll go for a Tino Faso Malawi 1.2. Nice. And last but not least, Braden Hamlin Ueli 1.2. Mate, you got a representative pack there. That's that's a good yeah. one. It's not a bad pack. I'm pretty happy with that, to be honest. For sure. Yeah, not bad. All right, Kyle, we'll check you back on the Sunday wrap. 
one more week off of actually two more weeks because of rep round but we'll have buy hold sell avoid with you and shoot it back on round 16 so looking forward to kicking that back off with you my man yeah, yeah, same mate. Looking forward to going back into that. That was uh, that was quite entertaining, and uh, got some uh, good picks out of those those shows for sure. Well, Jake, mate, you've you've impressed on debut. Mitchell Moses Thanks, himself mate. has just absolutely killed it. Now, Jake, <laughs> Jake will be joining me on the live Q and A, which we will ramp back up on a Thursday starting this week. But really great to have you on board, and obviously, even from tonight, we can we can see your fantasy pedigree, mate. So it's it's been a great pickup, mid season buy, and thank you for your thoughts tonight. Thanks, boys. It's been great fun. Looking for that uh, question and answer um, show on Thursday. We'll see you then. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for all the Spotify and Apple reviews. And we'll check you Tuesday and then Thursday again for the live Q&A. Have a good night.